it's gonna be terrible my other thought process was if you really don't feel good and your voice is like shitty we could just shoot the breeze and make a mini sods too oh yeah because you called out sick the other day yeah the other sunday i was angry but i got beth so it was okay yeah well honestly last yesterday i was also feeling bad again and i thought i was going to call sick again today and i was like that would be wild no the worst part about me calling out sick was earlier in the week i called to try to get my shift covered for a completely undif like unrelated reason i was like i can't Uh, come in sunday and then i found the coverage i needed for my other job so i'm like i can't come in sunday and then i was sick and you're sick i ended up being sick so it's okay it worked out it's terrible no, it's not. It's not okay at all. Mm. Don't lie to me. <laughs> no, it's not. I was sad. And to be honest, last night, I didn't expect you to be like, woo, 1130 today. Yeah. I, I expected to wake up to a text being like, listen, I got to cancel <laughs> again. No, no, I am okay. <laughs> For like the eighth week in a row. Bro, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's cool. We're back, though. It's nice to be back. Yeah. We're, I'm not allowed. <clears throat> we're not going to talk at all about my other job because I'm tired of talking okay. about it. So if it comes up at all, I'm hitting you. I'll be like, ah. Yeah, you're not allowed to talk about it. It'll I, be you. I don't care about your Yeah, but that's true. Okay, we're not talking about taxes. We're literally talking about it right now. Exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. Arr! That's the only time I will ever talk about it. No more because I am done. I'm tired of talking about taxes. I'm tired of okay. seeing ads it's on always YouTube. always sunny, like opening card comes in. The gang talks about taxes, taxes here, and the whole podcast episode is I'm, about your taxes. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing ads for this place i work for on youtube yeah. like i work for you guys stop giving me ads yeah i'm gonna do my taxes with you i'm doing mine tomorrow so oh, here we are talking about yeah. taxes yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah see let's stop it but we're gonna talk about the poughkeepsie tapes that's Yay! what we're gonna start with is that what we're doing that's what we're gonna start with Yay. I felt like I, I, I stupidly liked it. I felt like I needed a shower. The first time I saw it, I felt like I needed a shower. The second time, it didn't help. I was still like, yeah. I still need a shower after watching. I it. think it helped because I watched it with someone. I like I I, I when I watched it, I texted Liv and I was like, I'm sorry, I forgot this movie was just this uncomfortable yeah. to sit through. See, I love like weird serial killer stuff like that, and I think that's why I was so fascinated by it. Yeah, but it was still just an uncomfortable movie. Definitely, like it was not. No, you don't feel good a at the good end. Theme. You don't feel no. good at the end of it. There's no redeeming no. moment. You're just like, ah. Oh. Actually, the only redeeming moment ends up being fake. Because you We're think just... you think they catch the guy. Oh yeah. No, they yeah. don't. And then it gets overshadowed by nine eleven. Yeah. That was like. <laughs> yeah. I was like, of course it did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. And like, well, there's like one of the, like if you Google the Poughkeepsie tapes, Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie, however you say it. A lot of people are like, oh, is it real? And so, like, going into it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be really good. Because it's like Lake Mungo. Like, it was great. Like, I genuinely sat there and the interviews were so good. But this one, the acting from, like, the officers and, like, investigators' point of view were so bad. I'm like, how could anyone think this was real? Or unless, counterpoint. Unless they were, like, fake actors and, like... Or counterpoint. That makes it seem more real. I guess. Because they're like... Know, maybe. Because you put a camera in front of people. Yeah, they're going to be weird, but... I was just I like, mean, oh. I, how many times did it take for you to get used to having a, a microphone in front of you? Oh, I'm still super uncomfortable Exactly. With it. That's what I'm saying. So, like, <laughs> but, people will, yeah, be weird anyway. Yeah. So, let's just dive right into this uncomfortable film. 
I I mean, the first thing I realized was I think it's going to be kind of hard to talk about this movie because it's just documentary footage. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. My biggest complaint with this movie was I wanted to see more tapes. You just want to watch like an entire yeah. Pokemon tape. Well, they're missing all those. Missing 27. Yeah. Down. Yeah. That was weird. Well, yeah. What do you have for me, Liv? Anything? Um, it was filmed in 2007, but it didn't. It was going to get a theatrical release, but was pulled for some reason. Um, and then it went to video on demand in 2014, but then was officially released in 2017 on Blu-ray and DVD. So that's what I wanted to talk to you yeah. about is how like hyped this movie became because it yeah. like just kept it disappearing. It just like, disappeared. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did some more digging and I expected something a little more, uh, um, sinister and it really wasn't at all. Oh. It was actually just kind of, so it premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2007 mm-hmm. and then MGM was going to release it in 2008 after promoting it. And then it was uh, randomly removed, and it turns out there were just financial problems, and oh. they like didn't want to put all their bets yeah. on this. And then uh, DirecTV mm. gave it a release, and then it was pulled again in 2014, because MGM actually still wanted to release it. They're like, no, no, no. And then in 2017... Seven years later. Yeah, and then in tw- tw- 2017, Scream Factory finally got a hold of it and got the mm. rights to release it. So that's what happened to the Pogeepsy tapes. Wow. Yeah. It's not that exciting, to be honest. No, not at all. I expected something a lot mm. different, but mm. nope. Well, it got a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb and a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad, especially for like a found footage movie. Yeah. So whatever, we'll let it slide. I definitely put it in like the Lake Mungo, the Bay category of found footage movies that made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Bay? No. It's another good one that like hits too close to home. Yeah. Hmm. Or too quiet. Is that better? I don't know. It's hard to tell because I don't want to make us too loud. And then we'll hear you breathing through it. And our sniffles. Liv and I <laughs> are both, both getting sick. over, yeah, something. I don't know what it is, but so it's we're going both, around. It is truly that time of the year. I'm so mad. I was not sick for two and a half years. I avoided sickness for two yeah. and a half years. Then I get sick over Christmas. Then I get sick again last week. Unfair. I'm sorry. I, don't I need know you to say. explain it, Liv. Um, well, at your new workplace, it's new germs. So I think it's the kids. There were these the kids. kids. Stop. Stop talking about my work. I'm sorry. Remember, you asked me. Yeah. You asked remember, me. Okay. But yeah, mostly documentary footage and... Uh, True crime and found footage. Yeah, it was... I remember just the first time I watched it being genuinely uncomfortable and I was still uncomfortable yeah. this time through. I feel like I needed a shower, like I said. Mm. And it also yeah. just was uncomfortably close to home, too. They were yeah. talking about, like, Lancaster sometimes yeah. and stuff. And like, oh, yeah. no. That's really close to yeah. us. Well... The girl who played Cheryl Dempsey, Stacey Chbosky, was from Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Yeah. Not really close to us at all. I mean, for, I was where I went to school, so I think it's really close. Okay, so that's it fair. makes sense. It's just so, a short little drive for me. It's not that short of a drive. It's four hours. Yeah, it is. It's very far. I do it all the time. Yeah? Um, do you go back to Pittsburgh a lot? No, I haven't been back in a while. I should go. I want to go to Pittsburgh. Let's take Let's a go. trip to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'd love to. We is have to wait till baseball season so we can see Pirates game. Is it called like the Five Rivers? Three Rivers, I three, thought. Three Rivers. I want to go get one of those sandwiches with a... French fries on them. Yes. Mm, Primanti Bros. But Shout like out. real one. Yeah. yeah. I've eaten there before. It was really good. Like the OG one? Yeah, the OG one. It's like oh. a little hole in the wall. It's really great. Well, that's the best places are a little hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like the corned beef one, I think, Ooh, or something like that. I got a pastrami one. I went to the one up in yeah. New York. Mm. Yeah. The restaurants want like the standalone restaurants aren't that great. You have to go to the original uh, one yeah, in the city. I know. Um. Okay. Whatever. Let's try to get into this a little more. They have sandwiches with French fries on them. If you don't know what it is. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so right away, what annoyed me was that 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 video of that little girl getting kidnapped. 
Yeah. That was upsetting, but you don't have to wait 24 hours to report a kidnapped child. That's what the Amber Alert system was about. Really? Yeah, it's because I know they it's waited like, 24 hours huh. and the kid died and that's it was the girl Amber. Huh. I think. And yeah. there was blood in the lawn. Yeah. I don't know, but did it start with that clip or did it start with the police raid of his house? Oh, it starts with the police raid of his house and then they like talk about, oh, we found all these tapes and then they're like, I didn't know we had a serial killer rent in our house. Yeah. And they were like, uh, these tapes weren't pretty. And the guy's <laughs> like, my wife watched one of these tapes yeah, and I couldn't touch her for, for a year. year. That part, I was like, oh, wow. That's a bummer. That sucks. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like, she divorced me. <laughs> she left but... and took the kids. <laughs> No. Just didn't touch her for a year. Which was almost worse, I think. Yeah. But and like how bad could it be? That, that's that's another thing. The, I think the movie did a good job about like a lot of things. Like they would just tell, not show. So like your yeah. mind would wander. Mm-hmm. I gotta get a tissue. Keep talking, Liz. Pause. What am I supposed to talk about? Oh man. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> this is me talking. Hey, did you see they put up Little Kenny on Netflix? I know that has nothing to do with this on movie. Netflix? Not Netflix. I'm sorry, Hulu. Little Kenny. Um, but the movie starts with a police raid. They find the films. The state and federal law enforcement teens are horrified and greatly affected by the tapes. The one guy didn't touch his wife for a year. Um, the dude started with the most vulnerable victim, the eight-year-old Jennifer Gorman, in the front yard of her house, which we were talking about. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, look through this camera. Well, first she said, no, she's not allowed to talk to strangers. I'm Good like, girl. I was like, you go, girl. And then I'm like, still gonna die. Yeah. And he like, I don't know what he does to her. Does he like hit her over the head? I think he. I think or she like, like looks through the camera and he just like bashes it into her face. Um, Maybe I'm not sure. But then he like takes her, he knocks her out, and then after her, he starts to get get good at it. I guess. I guess. But, well, like, <laughs> I don't know that was his, to like, say it. Is that good. was that his first victim? Um, I think so. Yeah, he starts kind of vulnerable right there. Yeah, because yeah. he started with. I googled it and it said he started with the most vulnerable, vulnerable victim. That's the one thing that bugged me about this is I was getting so many red flags and alarms in my head about like serial killer like things and stuff. And yeah. serial killers don't start in broad daylight like that. I guess not. They don't. That's 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 like berserker mode. That's like when you're yeah. like think you can know what to do and you're like. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, I say the movie starts with the most vulnerable. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he didn't. It just seemed. Yeah, I don't know. Christians. The hot take was... I was just shocked that little girl was playing out in the middle of the yard, and there was in the middle of the day, and no one else was, like, around. Like, it was a really beautiful day. I mean, it could have been, like, a Tuesday. I guess. Everyone was at work? Maybe. Yeah. I forget. Some people actually have real jobs. Where they don't work, like, <laughs> night shift, <laughs> yeah. and, like, on random days. Yeah, and have two days off during the week. Yeah. No, I just get two days off on the weekend mm. now. It must be nice. You know what? It's not. Everything's yeah. a lot more busy. Mm. Okay, I'm not talking about my job again. <laughs> Everything's just a lot more busy, yeah. But yeah, yeah. He starts with this girl. Definitely a process killer, though. Yeah, a multi-process killer. Yeah. Um. He's. He, it's more about the kill, like and like relishing everything that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Actually, because he doesn't really keep the bodies around. It seemed. Yeah. He wasn't just trying to get the body. The whole thing was about the kill. The pole from start to finish. Yeah. Mm. And then I just don't like that. I don't know. Maybe I do have some beef with this movie, just from like a truly um, like academic side of things. Yeah, I have beef you're, with the. You're looking at it too much like a documentary instead of too much as a actual fiction horror movie. Because like another thing is, serial killers usually don't just keep switching weapons like he did. Yeah, they usually find one and stick with one. Well, they talk about that in the movie how he like 
his MO. He has no MO. Yeah, that's another thing. He's they, just so... That's another thing. Serial killers just don't switch MOs. I know, right? That's, that's why this thing. is so, like, creepy. They don't just switch MOs. That's just not a thing they do, because it's all been, like, built it's and like, organized around a certain, like, weird mental fetish thing that they have, yeah. and they're trying to get something out of it, and they're not going to switch halfway through, because they're still trying to reach that end goal. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't, don't like this movie. I take it back. <laughs> Aw, I really liked it. Nah, it's not that bad, actually. I just felt like I, I was like, whoa. Yeah. It just made me, it made me think a little bit. It made me upset. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Dana and I just kind of laughed at it <laughs> when we watched it. Well, I was looking into the director a bit, and he did some good, some good work. Um, You know, he did the movie Quarantine. Yeah, and did you know the two main characters, Cheryl and Edward Carver, the guy, the murderer, were both in quarantine? Really? Did you know yeah. he also did the movie Devil, produced by M. Night Shyamalan, oh. about the uh, elevator? Oh, yeah! And you know, he also oh. did, he also did... I have seen that one. As Above, So Below. Oh, I really liked that yeah. one. No way. Yeah, he's pretty good. Jonah from Superstore. Jonah from Superstore. <laughs> yeah. Jonah from Superstore also looks like this one dude from uh, Veep. They look exactly... Oh, really? Are you sure it's not him? No, let me. It's not. Did you Google it? I have. He was uh, the guy who played Jonah was also in an episode of Supernatural called Wendigo. I thought you were gonna say Letterkenny. No, <laughs> I thought we were gonna bring it back. Did, no. did, did this movie have any Letterkenny connections? This one, I don't think so. But one of the ones we watched, absolutely. Which one? Haunt. Um, Haunt. Haunt. How yeah. that have a Letterkenny? Oh, I was gonna say, do we have to talk about that now? Yeah, it's can whatever. We, can we talk about that? In yeah, Haunt? we can wait. Okay. Um, this guy. He looks like. Oh, wow, yeah. He does. Yeah, it's absolutely. a Reed Scott. It's not him, though. I liked Veep. That was a good show. Me and Isaac mm. were big fans of Veep. Shout out to oh. Isaac. Hi, Isaac. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he got me my egg white egg bites at work this morning. That was very nice of him. Thanks, yeah. Isaac. Um, Cheryl, the one girl that kind of centered around this 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 movie, she gets like Stockholm Syndrome, was mm-hmm. taken from Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Which is scary because I've been to Reading multiple times. Mm-hmm. That's down near Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I wonder if he's still out there. Tell Sarah to run. Yeah, I don't think he was real. I think this was a movie, fictional film. Yeah, um, but anyhow, yeah. the movie picks up again <laughs> with him uh, hitchhiking and claiming his car broke down or he needed gas. Um, and he convinces a couple to take him to the nearest gas station and they get got because with hammers yeah the gas station was abandoned he whacked the husband over the head and then he chloroformed the wife and filmed it very well is that that's not cheryl no no it's just a random couple okay um yeah, I don't know. I just... Oh, that's the couple he decapitated the husband. Oh, and he then put like, the husband's head in yeah, the wife. Yeah, and then her... like she was under when he put the head in her stomach, and then she like wakes up and like looks down, and her husband he- husband's head is like sewn into her stomach. I don't know what you're talking. Did you like, no, see? Did yeah. you like, see a different cut no, of this it, movie? I don't know. Maybe, but like the scene where that he she like wakes up and he like pans back and out. Like her husband's head's like in her stomach. Yeah, well, I, I I know that's what happened, but I don't remember that scene. You don't? Did you see like a different cut of this movie? I don't know. It yeah. was on Amazon Prime. Am I allowed uh, to say that? See, maybe that's why maybe. I watched it on a Showtime on Xfinity. Oh. I wonder if it was a different cut. Maybe. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Because um. I was like, ugh. Because I remember sitting with Dana, and Dana was like, oh, I can't do stuff with like throats and like innards. 
like mm. guts and i'm like that's bad they're like fourth scene very bad throat scene yeah and i started to gag because i have uh, throat issues too yeah that's oh bad. my god okay so where are we after that um the investigators find cctv footage before that couple's abduction of him signing where his next victim's bodies would be yeah that was creepy he's too smart or i'm also like maybe or it's a movie it's a movie yeah i guess so where do we go from there this is it i had a hard time keeping track of notes so you're gonna have to carry this one live okay um he starts stalking cheryl Okay, from so outside. this is where we get Cheryl from mm-hmm. Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I can't remember if, I don't, I couldn't figure out if it was the same day or just like a different, sh- like, tape, but um, he then, so he's like filming her from outside, but then he breaks into her house while her parents are away for the weekend, and she's like showering, but her boyfriend's there, and she thinks he's her boyfriend, mm. so like... He's like in the bathroom yeah. and Cheryl's like, what are you doing? And it's like, I'm not your boyfriend. Ooh. Yeah. But then he hides and his boy, her boyfriend comes in and is like, why'd you move my clothes? And he's like, I didn't. And oh. then they're drinking beer and I- eating ice cream. And I'm like, Ugh. not a good mix. Counterpoint, and then, um, a good chocolate stout with vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So I don't know. I can't, I can't do alcohol and dairy. I'll poop my pants. I can't do dairy. I'll poop my pants. Yeah. Actually, ice cream doesn't affect me that bad. Really? Yeah. Ice yeah. cream's fine. Um, Frozen yogurt does though. Mm, the yeah. yogurt, yeah, frozen the yogurt, antibiotics yeah. or whatever in them. There was that time at work, our work though, not my other work, where mm-hmm. um, for like two weeks I was having the most rank farts on bar, and it was people <laughs> eating these like Greek dairy yogurt things at night. I never realized them. <coughs> oh my god, there's the cough. Oh no, Christian's gonna die. There it is. But yeah, and I couldn't figure out why. And it was these Greek dairy bars. They were good though. Ooh. They were called like Yasso. Yeah, you know, like coffee chocolate um, chip ones. Or, Alicia, yeah. Malia, and I went to IKEA after we moved in to the house, and Malia had the most rank farts through IKEA. <laughs> and I, she just, like smoked us out on the way. Jesus, <laughs> it was so funny. Farts are funny. Yeah, I love farts. Uh, yeah. Um. So he kidnaps Cheryl, beats the ever. Wait, poop. you missed a whole thing. He hides in the closet while they fuck, and then they watch a movie, and then he's like behind them, and they stand up. And walk away, and then he follows the boyfriend into the kitchen, and, and then he then, beats the ever living poop out of him with a hammer, yeah, and then and apparently like, like guts him, yeah, and, and like decorates the kitchen yeah. with like his innards, so he hides his. There's like no way to profile him. Yeah, again, like I said, hard for me to take notes. So Liv's carrying us through here. I yeah. just have comments about different scenes. Sorry, and then he imprisons Cheryl as yeah. his slave and physically abuses her and brainwashes her, and can only assume. Rape and assaults her, obviously. Oh, no, they confirmed yeah. was, she was raped yeah. at that point. Yeah, it basically, it's um becomes like his slave kind of thing. Um, she gets Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. So I thought originally that, like, this is definitely some uh, Leonard Lake, Charles Ng inspiration, which were two serial killers who kind of did the same thing. Yeah. Guess what? What? It's who the guy drew the inspiration from. It oh, was, really? Yep, he wrote it, and he was thinking about Charles Ng and huh. Leonard Lake, so I was... Both proud and sad that I do you saw think, that. Was, do you think those people would be proud they have a movie well, and a serial killer character based off of them? So, um, Leonard Lake's 
dead. Charles Ng's alive. Leonard Lake died in the dumbest way possible. He was like one of those anti-government nuts. Yeah. And when the police came for him, this piece of shit lived his whole life with a cyanide capsule in his tooth waiting for that moment. And he got to do it. He got to bite wow. down. I was so mad. I'm like, you <laughs> piece of shit. He Not just only you a serial it. rapist, you got to do the thing that all conspiracy nuts want to do when the police come. Right. I was so mad. Uh-huh. Oh, Charles Ng's still alive. He's in uh, jail. Anyhow, there's a, uh, the news start interviewing uh, Cheryl's mother, and she's like, bring her home. And then he, the killer, shows up on her doorstep yeah, and was like, sucked. if there's anything you need to help find her, let me know. I'll help. And then... And she just looks at him. She and realizes it. Yeah, and, and then she she's freezes. like, you're the guy. You're the guy. I'm like, why don't you not chasing him or anything? Not yeah. like calling down the cops? Because there's, there's literally police tape around her house yeah. in that moment, which poli- means I'm the pretty cops sure are there. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the cops were like in their yard, too. I take it back. A lot of this movie made me mad, yeah. actually, in retrospect. Now that we're talking about and, like, it. But I also felt like if I was in her shoes, like... Mm. It's hard I feel to like tell I'd what be you so, would like, do. Dumbfounded and, like, That's what shocked. I'm saying. It's hard to tell what you do. I'm just yeah. saying that irked me. And then after that, he starts changing his mo, and instead of just going after like victims, he starts. Well, I guess they're still victims, um, vulnerable people. He goes after prostitutes, which is under the guise of a police officer. Fun fact: actual serial killer in Poughkeepsie who went after prostitutes. Really? Yeah. Wow. So this guy's based off of multiple people. I guess yeah. it makes sense. Because he um, does so many different things. Yeah. Okay. So here comes the thing. When they talk about his MO switch and who becomes a, like a necrophiliac, mm. doesn't happen. You don't <laughs> just switch into necrophilia like that. It's not. And then another thing that irks me is the like the one police profiler. He's like, I interviewed Ted Bundy about him. Blah, blah, blah. Timeline doesn't add up. Yeah, because this wasn't this like early nineties. Yeah, Ted Bundy was executed in eighty nine. That's what I thought. Yeah, but I didn't want to say anything because not... I didn't know enough about Ted Bundy. No, timeline do doesn't add up in the slightest. Where he's like, I interviewed Ted Bundy about this. This is like mid nineties. I, I was gonna say I remember that from Mine Hunters because yeah, I was like, Ted I don't Bundy think it like makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I was so mad about that, and I was like, that's so lazy to me too. Yeah. Because you didn't just didn't Google Ted Bundy and be like died in eighty nine. Yeah, and because if it's about a serial killer, you think they would know at least something about. Serial killers. Some kind of serial killer. Or just Googled it. Yeah. It's just lazy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, can, we, can we talk about the really stressful Girl Scout scene? Uh, we're not there, we there yet. Okay, keep going then. Maybe we are there. I don't think I don't. It's like hard that. to tell because a lot of it's just It interviews. jumps back and forth. No, I don't think we're there yet because my next point is Cheryl is forced to wear like a bar wench outfit or like a medieval times oh, like costume. With that mask. And then the mask. And my whole... I was like, is that like uh, supposed to be... Like an actual just like costume mask, or is it someone's freaking skin? Nah, because costume. I'm like, that's really shitty special effects. If it's no, supposed to be I like, it's just a mask. The skin, okay. Um, so he depersonalizes her, so she's not yeah. a person anymore, an object. And then, fun fact, yeah. And then he kill. He's forcing her to kill the victims, so he doesn't do it for some reason. She, she slits that lady's throat. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, which also made me gag because I have a thing with throats. <clears throat> the needle um, throat, the needle throats. Yeah, yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, I, I don't think I have that so. written down, but it's there somewhere. So, but we can talk about. Do you want to talk about the weird Girl Scout scene or I the th- creepy crawly guy scene? Okay, well, I think they're like next to next. I think a Girl Scout creepy crawly in the movie ends, doesn't it? Um. I mean, I have a whole bunch of notes. Well, I guess not a whole bunch of notes left. Oh, well, go through them, Liv, like I okay. told you. I, I, I didn't write the um, notes too well. So um, after the prostitutes and the outfit and the mask, and she slits a lady's throat, 
in one of the tapes, he's dubbed the Water Street Butcher. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's because that's where all of his victims were from. The prostitutes. The prostitutes, yeah. yeah. Water Street. Um, and then they find, like, sperm matches on six of the victims, I think. And fingerprints at a scene. So police officer James Foley gets kind of framed because he doesn't have an alibi. He has a history with prostitutes. And um, his DNA is at the scene. So he's the perfect suspect. Um, but he pleads innocent and is found guilty in Pennsylvania. I forget what area, but it was in PA. And PA has a death penalty, so he got death penalty, and he was killed. And they're like, oh, it's done. But then there was another victim, and they realized, oh, it wasn't him. He was framed. Wait, I, I actually, oh, yeah, so it's brutal because he was framed, and then when it came out that he was framed, the newspaper was the day before 9-11. Yeah. And so they bumped it to, like, page six. So yeah. So this poor kid, like, he's talking about how his dad will always be known as a Water Street Butcher. Yeah, because no one, everyone was worried about 9-11. Jesus, 9-11, just ruining everyone's I know. day. I also like to say Pennsylvania um, has only executed three inmates since 1976, and the most recent execution is 99, so um, also not right. What? Oh, the yeah, the death penalty. Yeah, thing. because PA only said, yeah, would have so been better if the te- guy was like murdered in jail. Yeah, I guess he was technically a victim by proxy then, mm-hmm. because he framed him. Yeah, it was another murder victim. But yeah, yeah. another thing: Pennsylvania least active death penalty state in yeah. America. But whatever. Again, another thing. Could have just Googled it. Yeah. With that and Ted Bundy, whatever. Guys, lazy. Christian, it's just a movie. Uh, uh <laughs> whatever. Um, uh, but. I think at this point, all the um, investigators were like, his MO just doesn't make sense. All the profiling was contradictory, and it made him impossible to find. Mm -hmm. And he always had costumes on in the videos, so he couldn't see his face. Which, um, in the one scene, there's like a lady hanging by her arms, and he crawls into the freaking... (laughs) So that was the scene that when I I saw it was like... It freaked me out. And like unsettling gifts. That was the scene where I was like, what is this movie? And then dabs her in the neck with the needles. needles That was gross. Yeah, that that. scene made me gag a little bit. I didn't like that. And almost vomit in real life. But like I have a thing. I think I said it in the Void um, podcast episode. But like things on all fours, like crawling weird. Like that's so like unnatural, like unnaturally human it freaks me out that's a way which to scare the shit out of me which sucks because the void had a lot of creepy crawlies yeah yeah it's a very creepy crawly movie yeah oh, i love that movie um but then the investigators got kind of smart and technologically advanced and they pinpoint the map quest data of the map that uh said you missed one after the oh, guy's execution yeah yeah then yeah. so they found his address and raided his house not a fingerprint or DNA sample to be found. But they found all the tapes in the closet. There was a blood splatter on the wall, Something I think. like that. Um, and I forget how many bodies they said were in the backyard that they found. A decent amount. I was going to say, I feel like there's like eight or nine. There's like couples and like, I don't know if there's any kids. I can't remember. Well, there at least one. Yeah. But then like a lot of women. And then in the bedroom or like spare room or just a room. I couldn't remember. Um, I was too disturbed. But there's like a wooden coffin thing and they open it up and there's Cheryl Mm -hmm. in her little outfit just laying there. Alive, Cheryl lived. Yeah. But she was a very... She was fucked up. Very much Stockholm Syndrome. Even in the interview 
when they were asking her questions, she was like, I just don't know what, like, what do you want me to say? Yeah. They were like, well, tell us about... Because it was eight years, I think. Yeah, eight years of, like, having to ask permission for everything. So she was like, like, well, what do you want me to say? And they were like, just talk to us. Yeah. And she's like, um... Well, what do you want me to say? Yeah, it was upsetting. And yeah. then she kills herself. Yeah, because she was in pain. like, Or, like, she would put herself in pain and, like, self-harm. Oh, yeah, she would, like, mutilate kind of. herself in the hospital. Yeah, but it was because, like that's all she's known for the past eight years yep. and she got used to living in like excruciating pain she didn't know how to live without it yep. so she would hurt herself to try to feel i guess air quotes normal yeah like i said not a not a, a happy ending to a movie yeah. that's for sure there's no redeeming happiness in this movie yeah and she claims she like loved him and thinks he'll be back for her and she offs herself and he is back for her oh yeah he steals the, the body yeah. he steals the body and then leaves the tape yeah and then um i could use a sequel to this movie yeah. See it, what's going on. I don't know. I bet they wouldn't Google enough for your liking. Yeah, they wouldn't. Whatever. <laughs> they probably used Bing. Yeah. Freaking, <laughs> freaking idiots. Um, But then 27 of the videotapes are missing. There's zero evidence of who he is in any of the videos because he always has his face covered and they're always mm-hmm. in the basement. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about the Girl Scout scene. Yeah, it wasn't too much about the Girl Scout scene. I was about to flip my TV yeah. If anything happens. These, like, Girl Scouts come into his house, and it's just, it's, like, really awkward and uncomfortable, because... And he, like, offers them water, and I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna drug them. Yeah, and then, um, but the one didn't. girl in the basement's making too much noise, and he's like, you guys have to go, I have some raccoons I have to deal with, and then they leave. Yeah. But it was really uncomfortable, I was upset. Yeah. I was and like, then he takes the blanket off of what you think is the, um... We think is, like, a little coffee table, and it's Cheryl sitting there with her mask on, looking in a mirror... Christian's blowing his nose right now. He tried to do it quiet, but I had to say something. <laughs> you can see the color of the stuff coming Ew. out of my sinuses right now. Mm. That's so gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope it picked it up. Oh. Um, but it was just really uncomfortable. Again, again, another thing. We were not watching the same cut of the movie. because really? I do not remember him oh, taking man. the blanket you off of Cheryl. To... Oh, man. I can give you my prime information oh, I, I, you I watch have it. prime oh. too yeah oh man you should rewatch it because Maybe. like you can she's like sitting there on all fours and like looking at herself in a mirror i don't know i can't remember <gasps> wow yeah i feel so honored yeah unless i'm like totally like just making this up filling yeah. in the blanks Ooh, that's creepier but no because i was sitting there with someone else they saw it too what if dana didn't see it then i need <laughs> to talk to a doctor he probably should anyway yeah yeah you're right i don't want to talk about it is that it is that is um, that the is that the well, bus? they're they use the videos as like a learning tool for like forensic investigator students and like crime scene students oh my god yeah I allegedly wanna, i want to talk about that <laughs> little bitches in the crime scene student thing like yeah. half of them were like throwing up and yeah, crying, crying. Like, oh my god i would be like no like i'd be so interested and like fascinated but i mean that was annoying they were like ooh, 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 and the guys like you can't handle this you i'm like really like at this point these guys are like now forensic investigators like they had to go through all of this yeah before. yeah um but then there's an end of credit scene i don't know if you saw it i i, I just didn't see the end of credit scene oh. so well there was an end of credit scene a lady in the credits, she was called the Blinking Lady. Um, but she was... I can't remember if she was gagged, but she was bound. And she's staring into the camera, and he's like, I have a deal for you. I will let you live, but if you blink, I'll kill you. And so it's her, like, sitting there, like, with her eyes open, like, screaming. And then the scene cuts as her eyes close. 
It was great. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I don't sit for end of credit scenes. Well, I, I normally cool. don't either, but just I just let it run. Thing. We let it run and talked about it. Oh, you just locked out. Um, yeah. I really liked it. I want to see more I want to see more tapes, but they said there was 800 tapes and I think like 200 to 800 was Cheryl. Yeah. Cuz it was like all her. Like he had some like weird fascination with her. Yeah, yeah serial killers, man. Makes sense. So how many uh, tapes would you give it out of um 2000 Pokeeps tapes. Oh man, 2000. Yeah, you got. Wait, how wait, how many tapes were there? Over 800 is what. Okay. Said. So out of 800 Pokeeps tapes, how many Sorry, I'm really burpy today. How many Pokeeps tapes would you give it? Probably like <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I took it for what it was. I would say like 700 out of 800. So like pretty high. Yeah. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Okay. So I was trying I don't like 80%. 80 how much is 80% of 800? 600? I don't know. I'm really bad know, at math. math. Oh my god. It was it was There's an okay someone movie. out there be like, "Duh, it's an easy number." It was it was an okay <laughs> movie. It definitely wasn't a bad movie. I'm not mad I watched it. No. That's for sure. I did you, I, was, I did feel like I need a shower. I was cuz you did like you said you texted me and apologizing for how bad it was. And so like going into it, oh, I no, was like, I didn't "Oh, text this you, is gonna I didn't be text like, you about how bad it was. I texted like, "Sorry, like I forgot yeah. how like uncomfortable yeah, this movie I guess, is." Yeah. And not so I was like, like "Oh, this is going to be really bad. Like uncomfortable bad." I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, this is it. I think you hyped me up too much. Maybe. Because you were like, don't research it. Don't do anything. Just yeah, watch and, it. and you did. And I mean, you I did. did. Yeah, and you did. Because you knew about the uh, the weird delays on the release and how it like made it more I mean, I did up. that after. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that also helped people think it was real, too, because you only get it on, like, torrent sites and mm-hmm. streaming. So, so people, oh, like, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I did make note because, like, compared to... I keep going back to Lake Mungo because the interviews were so good. Because they, Lake Mungo was the best found footage yeah, movie. It was or really best, great. Like, it makes me want to go back and watch The Blair Witch Project because I want to know if it's as good as I remember because I haven't watched it in a few years. Because I know the act. I mean, I feel like the acting was kind of subpar, but I think but that's what acting, made it. Yeah, I was going to say that's the what made it so made good it. because it wasn't. It was more like real. a train. Like I don't want to say trained actor. That's not. Well, it was. That's it, it, not it was, what I want to say. It was more real. Yeah. Yeah. It felt very human. So I think I'm going to go back and rewatch it eventually. Last time I heard it was on HBO. It might not be there anymore. I think it's on somewhere. You can find it. I could it. probably find it on Amazon for like six it's bucks everywhere. and buy it. Yeah. And then have it. But that was, uh, is that, is that, is that the Bogubas tapes? Yeah. Is that the, uh, Pukaki tapes? Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. I think. Me neither. I think I covered it all. Like I said, I'd... if you like serial killers, watch it. Or if you like serial killers, don't watch it because you're going to get mad. Yeah. It's really if just you have a sensitive disposition, don't watch it. That's better. Um, if you if you're weird and like creepy, uncomfortable things like me, watch it. Or if you have an hour and a half to kill and want to watch an underrated movie, yeah, yeah, give it a give it a witchy yeah. watch. Is that I it? I recommend it. Yeah. Is that it? Well, yeah. Th- thanks yeah. for yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Have, um, have a good. How are you now? Can you have a good uh, one? I hope you're uh, staying spooky. Hey. Too spooky. And uh, we'll see you next week. Will will they? I mean, well, they won't see us. They'll hear us next week. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we're back for a little bit. Yeah, Liz's been breathing heavily into this microphone this entire episode. I'm sorry. I'm, it's really hard to breathe, and you tell me I'm too far away from the microphone uh, half the time. It's just bad. I And know. I don't know what to do with the microphone. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. Okay, everybody. We'll see you next week. Stay spooky. Bye. Like, share, subscribe. Oh, wait. Yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah.
that thing. Wait, did you also want to do a shout out to our sponsor? Yeah, if you don't know our sponsor by now, what are you doing? It's our Three Bear Studios. Roar. Roar. Out of uh, the Tri-State area, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, Delaware. You got uh, stuff you need shot. You got your uh, corporate retreat. You need fun videos. Everyone playing tetherball, uh, wiffle ball, uh, softball, kickball, any other ball videos, uh, cock and ball torture, anything you need. Three Bear Studios is the place to be. Three Bear Studios. Raw, raw, raw. Hi, Corey. 